Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome back to What Goes Bump in the Night. This is your host, Trevor Jensen. With me as always is... Riley Clark. And we are on episode 110, better known as 110. 110 motherfucking episodes. Yeah, and if you uh, if you ain't listening to the other 110, you're missing out. You have a long ways to go. And if you're joining us again, welcome back to What Goes <laughs> Bump in the Night. Glad to have you back. The one, the only crew the best crew known as the night motherfucking crew when you when you started off i was like oh we're doing the intro over again <laughs> like, we're just doing it the second time because fuck it why not but yes welcome back we love you guys intro so nice time. we did it twice <laughs> intro so nice we did it twice Ooh, you baby girl okay so what we have on the docket tonight are some more of the old scps and we're going to start this off with a freaking banger. Yeah, I mean, we can just dive right in. I don't think we have anything to clear out of the notification block. No, I don't, I don't believe think we do. Either. We really haven't had too much going on. Uh, I know last week I said that the video for our like Forest Cemetery would probably be ready this week. Blame I, Google fucking Google. Just we're blame still Google. having problems with a couple of the files, but we are like... It's pretty much five percent done with the yeah, video it's at literally this time. Done, but and it's this being is stupid. also the eleventh episode of the SCP files, so Ooh. that's pretty freaking cool. Ooh, look at you googling on the spot because <laughs> I wasn't, I was not privy to that information. So we are on SCP number thirty-four, four, 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 and it's gonna kill some people. I'm pretty sure this one's definitely gonna kill people. I mean, how do you not win the name of the 34 is Obsidian Ritual Knife? But the object class is safe, so... There ain't no fucking way a knife is safe. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there before we even get into this. It is not a safe thing. So I'll read the containment procedures and you can do the description on it. Wow, I have the hiccups because I have ups. Mr. Quicks. <laughs> I ate a lot of food for Mr. Quicks. Then burger bundles will be hitting right, though. Okay. Special containment. Not a sponsor. Yeah, I mean, if they want to, I mean, I'm not going to hate it. <laughs> you give me a shake and some burger bundles and I'll be happy. Uh, special containment procedures. SCP-34 is to be kept in a secure room with access granted only to level 4 personnel. SCP-34 itself, itself, words are hard, people, will be kept in a locked case that is under 24-hour surveillance. When not in lab conditions, SCP-34's protective sheath cannot be removed under any circumstances. Any personnel in contact with SCP-34 must be placed under a 24-hour observation period until their identities can be confirmed. Wow, that's kind of weird. That doesn't sound safe. Doesn't sound safe <laughs> to me. It has to be under lock and key for 24 hours. And if you're not in a lab and you take it out of its sheath, it's going to kill people. <laughs> Well, Maybe they're going to kill people. Let's, let's learn a little bit more about this obsidian ritual knife. Teach me SCP-34 is a primitive knife constructed of pure obsidian. Tests, re tests reveal that SCP-34 is approximately 1,000 years old. Ooh. Despite its crude method of construction and age, SCP-34 is still incredibly sharp and requires no maintenance to retain its edge. Deadly. Experts' analysis hypothesized that SCP-34 may be of South Af American. <laughs> I'm waiting for Bless you to me. sneeze. I've seen I it coming. So <laughs> South American origin, and it may have been used in Native American rituals. Several accounts from Spanish conquistadors exploring the we'll call it South American I think region. You were mistaken. It's Queeftadors. <laughs> supports this hypothesis with the detailed writings on how blank priests would flay their victims alive with similar knives and wear their skin as a tribute to their gods. Sounds hot. SCP-34 has the ability to allow its bearer to take on the appearance of another individual. What? If SCP-34 is used to cut a piece of flesh from a living individual and that piece of flesh is placed against the skin of another 
individual. individual. <laughs> the second individual would take on not only the appearance, but all physical characteristics of the first individual. Whoa. Testing has shown that the minimum amount of skin required can be as little as one square centimeter. However, huh. testing has also revealed that the amount of time the transportation transformation <laughs> transports <laughs> last is directly proportional to the amount of flesh used. Whoa. The ratio of time the transformation lasts to the flesh has been measured at approximately one hour for every square centimeter used. Whoa. Once the time limit has passed, the affected individual will revert back to their original form. That's fucking cool. That's so cool. That's so cool. I would go after the rock. Oh, man. <laughs> See, you can attack any- the rock with the rock. You can literally be anybody you want, though. That's the crazy part where it's like, how would you just, not want to be me, the rock? Let me just like get a little little piece of this. Just a little quick cut. And there we go. Damn you. <laughs> Does it work for animals, too? That's what I want to know. Could you become like an elephant or like a giraffe or I would feel a tiger? Weird. I would feel more worse about skinning a little bit off of an animal than i would a person to become a person <laughs> i was i don't know if that's like really fucked up or not but like it's like i couldn't do it to a dog fuck that <laughs> analysis of scp-34's abilities shows that its method of mimicking another individual is nearly flawless not only does scp-34 change its bear's physical appearance but their actual physical attributes as well including height weight muscle mass Damn. bone density hair growth i see Eyesight, Eyesight. strength, physical, (laughs) medical conditions, and even DNA. Whoa. The only physical trait that are not carried over in the transformation process are wounds caused by SCP-34 itself. So, like, you could totally be like, I'm going to be Patrick Mahomes today. (laughs) And then go play for him. And then be just as good as him because you're, like, literally him. (laughs) Like, physically and body look. That's crazy. Or be like, I want to be LeBron today. I'm going to go dunk on some motherfuckers. That's First crazy. time I would ever be able to dunk. Oh, my gosh. Put your so, whole elbow in the rim and hang there. Subjects still retain their physical personality and memories while transformed. Even though the process is nearly instantaneous, taking only a few seconds, human test subjects have described the transformation process as extremely painful. <laughs> subjects also may suffer psychological trauma depending on the extent of their physical transformation. Side effects are especially serious if the subject takes on the appearance of a person with different gender or widely different phys- physical attributes. So we're already fucked because all these people are way bigger, way stronger than us. I want titties. <laughs> I wanted titties. Now it sounds awful. <laughs> no titties for a day for you, Travis. <laughs> I'm just feeling myself the whole time. <laughs> However, in order to functionally proper... <laughs> function properly the individuals who have their flesh cut off by a cp-34 must still be biologically alive to maintain their transformation should the individual whose identity has been stolen expire the effect immediately wears off oh fuck future details may be found in lab report 34a also scp-34 only appears to work on human subjects there you go Cross species ex- Experiments with SCP-34 has resulted in data expunged. That sounds like a really fucked up thing happened. <laughs> like the, all of a sudden you turn into like spontaneous dog spiniest, thing. Spontaneous can they just blow up. Just <laughs> That'd be fucking crazy. We're having fun with this one. It's it's intense. I mean, how do you not? SCP-34 came into Foundation possessions when a imposter dig. Disguised as Dr. Buttons attempt to Dr. Buttons. <laughs> infiltrate Site 69. The imposter was apprehended with authorities discovered the real Dr. Buttons tied up in his home with a large portion of his right arm skinned. Further details may be found in post-interrogation report 2,211. Yeah, I thought you were going to say 2011. I was like, you missed it too. <laughs> and we do have both of those reports. Here we go. Lab report 34A. We've decided to test several scenarios dealing with the limits of SCP-34's capabilities. Test 1. Sample taken from deceased human cadaver and applied to subject D-452. There is no observable (laughs) observable effect. Test 2. Sample taken from D-532 
and apply to D452. D452 successfully mimics D532's appearance. Upon termination of D532, D452 immediately reverts back to original form. They're just out here killing people for science. I mean, it's, it's what they do. It's what they do best. Killing's the second best thing I do. Test number three. Sample taken from D433 while under a medically induced coma and applied to subject D452. D452 successfully mimics D433's appearance, appearance and manages to maintain the transformation and consciousness. Interesting. Test 4. Sample taken from brain-dead medical patient who suffered a massive brain hemorrhage and applied to D452. D452 successfully mimics the patient's appearance but immediately loses consciousness upon transformation. D452 does not regain consciousness until after the transformation period expires. D452 retains no memory of the event. Test 5. Sample taken from D625, who suffered a broken arm due to confrontation with security staff. <laughs> That's how he off. got signed up for that one. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you're going to hurt our security staff? Well, guess what? You're getting caught with the ritual knife. <laughs> Just snap, bitch. D452 successfully mimics 625's appearance, including the broken arm. D452's broken arm is remended when transformation period expires. That's fucking crazy. That was probably so painful. Crack! Crack, 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 crack! crack! Oh, my arm's broken! Crack! It's, it's not back. anymore! I can move it! Uh, test six. Sample taken. My leg! My leg! <laughs> Sample taken from terminally ill medical patient and applied to D452. The patient's terminally illness was caused by an inherent genetic defect. D452 successfully mimics the patient's appearance as well as the patient's illness. Both the terminally ill patient and D452 expire at the same time, after which D452 reverts back to original form. So D452 is done. They killed them both. <laughs> Test seven. Well, how many experience experiments did they do with them? Six. <laughs> A lot with D four fifty two. That's for sure. Sample taken from chimpanzee and applied to D four sixty six. D four sixty six experiences rapid growth of hair across the entire body. There are otherwise no other significant physical or physiological changes. Body hair disperses and transformation period expires. Test 8. Sample taken from Atlantic salmon and applied to D-466. There is no observable effect. Did you put him in water? <laughs> Test 9. Under 05 authorization, a sample taken from SCP-6969 is applied to D-466. Why wow, I sucked that. D-466 exhibits extremely adverse reaction upon transformation and data expunged. Fuck you guys. Resulting in significant damage to testing environment, multiple injuries among test and security staff, and the depth of 466 testing of an anomalous humanoids with SCP-34 is suspended indefinitely. So, yeah, there was an explosion. <laughs> an explosion <laughs> of man. Post-interrogation, 2,211. As pre-standard operating procedure, we attempted... To interrogate the prisoner via non-violent and non-invasive means. However, when such methods provided ineffective, we began to implement conventional interrogation techniques. You know, waterboarding, beating people with stuff. <laughs> Attaching batteries to their nipples. <laughs> it sounds hot. Well, partially successful, we deemed it necessary to use SCP-6969 and SCP-6969. 6969 We don't know what any of these four SCPs were. We managed to learn the following facts. The prisoner had extensive knowledge on the existence of the Foundation and its inner workings. Interesting. The prisoner had extensive knowledge on the SCP-related agencies and groups. The prisoner was not acting under any official capacity for any government agency. The prisoner obtained SCP-34 and instructions on its operation from an unknown benefactor. Ooh. The prisoner was given very specific instructions to infiltrate Site-69 and <laughs> maintains his position until further notice. The prisoner had enough samples of Dr. Buttons to stay within Site-69 for 69 days. <laughs> we're, we're adding the 69 if you didn't know. <laughs> Hell yeah, and Dr. Regretta Buttons Regrettably, Dr. Buttons. the prisoner did not survive interrogation, Agent Trevor. Because, fuck yeah. Alright, what are your thoughts on the ritual knife? I want one. Man. 
it'd be so much fun to copy and paste somebody onto you. Like, it sounds cool. It, it sounds literally so is like cool. copy, cut, and paste. It's, that's exactly what I was thinking is copy, cut, and paste. There we go. Let we go. There we go. Let it ride. Okay. Well, the next one sounds just as fucked up. SCP-35 is Possessive Mask. Oh, so it's like freaking the movie. I, yeah, the mask with Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's what it kind of even looks like. It. There's a picture of a fake one of what it was supposed to look like, and it kind of does look like the mask from Jim Carrey's movie. Yeah, I could see so. It does. I mean, it's a little more cry. <laughs> yeah, definitely got a bigger cry face. But Pretty sure this one's dangerous. Yeah, it's object class is Keter. K-E-T-E-R. Keter? Keter? I don't, I don't know. Special Containment Procedures. SCP-35 is to be kept within a hermetical sealed glass case. No fewer than 10 centimeters, 4 inches thick. This case is to be contained within a steel, iron, and lead shield room at all times. Doors are to be triple locked at all times, with the exception of the following personnel in or out. No fewer than two armed guards are to be positioned at any time. Guards must remain outside at all times and are not allowed within the containment room under any circumstance. A trained psychologist is to remain on site at all times. Research personnel are not to touch SCP-35 at any time. SCP-35 must be moved to a new sealed case every two weeks. Wow. The previous case must be disposed of via SCP-101. And it shows no adverse reactions to SCP-35's corruption. Oh. Anyone who comes into contact with SCP-35 when it is in possession of a host is to be given an immediate psychological evaluation. Damn. This sounds cool. Description. SCP-35 appears to be a white porcelain comedy mask. Doesn't it look very funny? Although, at times, it will change to tragedy. That's more like what it looks like. In these events, all existing visual records, such as photographs, video footage, even illustrations of SCP-35 automatically change to reflect the new appearance. That's insane. That's cool. A highly corrosive and degenerative viscous liquid constantly seeps from the eyes and mouth holes of SCP-35. Anything coming into contact with the substance slowly decays over a period of time. Depending on the material, until it has decayed completely into a pool of the original contaminant glass seems to react the slowest to the effect of the items hence the construction choice of the immediate container living organisms that come into contact with the substance react much the same way with no chance of recovery origin of the liquid is unknown liquid is only visible from the front and does not emerge or even visible from the other side that's fucking crazy this is cool Subjects within 1.5 to 2 meters, 5 to 6 feet, of SCP-35 or in visual contact with it experience a strong urge to put it on. When SCP-35 is placed on the face of an individual, an alternate brain wave pattern from the SCP-35 overlaps that of the original host, effectively snuffing it out and causing brain death to subject. Subject then claims to be the conscious consciousness contained within SCP-35. The bodies of possessed subjects decay at a highly accelerated rate, even becoming little more than mummified corpses. Nevertheless, SCP-35 has demonstrated the ability to remain in a cognitive control of the body experiencing several structural damage, sorry, severe structural damage, even if the subject's body literally decays to the point where motion is not mechanically possible. No effect is found to be had when placed on the face of an animal. Good. <laughs> Very good. Conversations with SCP-35 have proven to be informative. Researchers have learned various details about other SCP objects and history in general. As SCP-35 claims to have been at mainly momentous events, SCP-35 displays a highly intelligent and charismatic personality, being both amiable and flattering to all those who speak with it. SCP-35 has scored in the 99th percentile on intelligence and aptitude tests, which is really fucking high. That's insane. Yeah. 
and appears to have a photographic memory. However, psychologically, a psychological analysis has discovered SCP-35 to possess a highly manipulative nature, capable of forcing sudden and profound changes to interviewers. Psychologically, psychological state. Jesus, fuck, it's hard to say. SCP-35 has proven to be a highly sadistic prompting some to commit suicide and transforming others to near mindless servants with linguistic persuasion alone scp-35 has stated that it has intimate knowledge of the workings of the human mind and implied that it could change anyone's views if given enough time additional scp-35 was found in a sealed crypt in an abandoned house in venice in 1869 <laughs> Amendum 35-1. SCP-35 has been found to be able to possess anything that has a humanoid shape, including mannequins, corpse, and statues. SCP-35 has been able to motive all into movement. Motivate all into movement. Sorry. Removing the need to expose living subjects to SCP-35. Still, anything it possesses inevitably decays into motionlessness. Amendment 35-2. SCP-35 has facilitated an escape attempt, oh, shit. convincing several of the research staff to aid in its bid for freedom. Insertion failed. All staff that had been in contact with SCP-35 had been terminated. Bop, 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 bop. And mandatory psychiatric evaluations have been implemented for all personnel coming into contact with SCP-35. Amendment 35-3. It has been determined that SCP-35 is capable of telepath. Oh, my God. Telepath. Te- telepathy. Telepathy, sorry. Telepath, telepathy. You get my it, Telepath is the same thing, though, so you got it, dog. Whether or not... It possesses a host, even penetrating to the subconscious of others, and using the knowledge it finds to its advantage. Extreme caution is advised when choosing subjects to converse with SCP-35. Amendment 35-4. SCP-35 has exposed an interest in other SCPs, most notably SCP-4715, SCP-682. Dr. Buttons has expressed worry that SCP-35 bond with either their Regenerative qualities, regenerative, regenerative qualities. Ego. My apologies. Ego. Would negate its corruption and give it a permanent host. That's fucked up. Then it would just kill the world with its witty, sly comments. Where it's like it would you take look us beautiful all over. today, lady. It'd be a shame if somebody were to like tell you you weren't, and then maybe you're gonna want to go kill yourself because you don't look so good as you think you look. <laughs> That's fucked. That's super fucked. SCE Amendment thirty-five six. Personnel within 10 meters of SCP-35 have recently reported feeling unease, stating that they can hear unintelligible whispers. You don't even know what I said. That's the best part. <laughs> Several others have suffered from severe migraines. Oh, my head. Objects have been motivated, but there is no change in its dominant behavior, and sounds have been recorded. The motion to reinstate SCP-35's host pri- privileges have been brought up more than once if only on a temporary basis to discover these new changes in the object's behavior denied <laughs> that's exactly what i thought too scp or fuck it's not scp it's amend addendum yeah it's 35 35 that got me too i dude it's it's fucking me up oh this is a long one the walls of scp-35's containment cell have suddenly began secreting a black substance Tests on the substance have revealed it to be human blood. Although highly contaminated with several foreign and unknown agents, substance is corrosive, having a pH of 4.5. When I hear pH, I just think of, like, women's vaginas. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that came from. My face has just disgust. Like, what the fuck are you saying? And prolonged exposure to the walls have been proven to be detrimental to their structural integrity. Yeah, it seems to happen that way. (laughs) (laughs) more notably it seems to be forming patterns on the walls several segments seem to be paragraphs in various languages including italian latin greek and sanskrit yep what is sanskrit it's like a ancient language okay okay i was like it's not like times new roman right (laughs) yeah yeah times new roman oh it's kind of like that yeah 
Yeah, kind of like that, but not like that. <laughs> Translation is pending. He talks in PDFs. <laughs> Double space PDFs. Other segments appear to be diagrams depicting ritualistic sacrifice and mutilation. Often for the arcane benefit of the person committing them. Several staff members have become shocked to note that all the sacrifices bear an uncanny resemblance to various personnel and their loved ones. Damn. Often in conflicting positions. Well, Jesus. Researchers, while in the room examining these newly formed patterns, have complained of hearing loud whispering, high-pitched, unrivaling laughter at irregular (laughs) intervals. Personnel in the section working daily near and around SCP-35's containment unit have suffered catastrophic moral damage. (laughs) You fucking suck. (laughs) With an all-time high in suicide rates and staff in that area, whether or not they (laughs) have ever had contact with SCP-35, this thing is fucking sadistic as shit. The only change in SCP-35's dormant behavior is regarding its contained glass case. Degrading of the case has increased to a high degree, enough so that the glass will occasionally shatter, causing a wide dispersal of SCP-35's contaminant. This occurs quite often and is most inopportune times. So far resulting in six casualties in three facilities or both fatalities. Or I said fatal I said facilities, didn't I? Yeah. Of both research and cleanup staff. (laughs) Fuck! If you're new to the channel, we can't read. Reading's hard, especially when it's super thick. (laughs) And this is thick boy. Thick boy. Addendum thirty five eight. In the light or in light of the mass suicide slash homicide of the members of the research team tasked with translating in passages garnered from SCP-35's containment cell, the morale damage in the area, and the general loss of staff dealing with the SCP-35 to either death or insanity, it has been decided to coat the inner and outer walls of its containment cell with SCP-148, which has proved well in the containment of SCP-132. In order to hopefully block out the high levels of negativity being emitted from SCP-35. Amendment 35-9. The use of SCP-148 has worked well, causing morale and suicide rates to return near pre-S-35 rates. <laughs> that just seems like such a morbid sentence. It's so morbid. <laughs> However, the material appears to facilitate the negativity within the cell, causing a verbatable greenhouse effect. Inside, personnel inside the cells have stated that they feel a heavy sense of dread, fear, anger, and general depression, as well as hearing constant, nearly inaudible whispering upon immediate entry. A prolonged stay causes severe migraines, suicidal tendencies, heavy hemorrhaging of blood vessels around the eyes and inside the mouth and nose, and general hostility to others. And for the whispering to increase to almost deafening volumes. Fucking kill you! (laughs) (laughs) Intersected by a constant mocking laughter. Exposure of more than three hours inevitably results in the subject falling into a deep psychosis and attempting to harm others or themselves. How do they get the glass in the bottle? How do they get the ship in the bottle? The bottle needs to be the bottle. The bottle ship. (laughs) Most spoken Latin or Greek, despite the fact that several did not previously know how to speak said languages beforehand. The presence of blood in both word and diagram formations has increased disprop just just disproportionately disproportionately it's a long word <laughs> the walls becoming cluttered and the formations beginning to overlap each other a substance substance wow to be the part that's difficult that was really funny <laughs> <laughs> has proven to be difficult to clean and even more corrosive than was originally recorded of a pH of roughly 2.4. Generally, estimation gives the current walls of life two months before they need replacement. It is becoming gradually more and more difficult to contain SCP-35 and the debate to reinstate its host privileges has once again come up. Denied! Denied! Amendment 3510. The walls, ceiling, and the floor of SCP-35's containment cell have now been completely saturated in blood, 
All personnel entering and guarding the area must wear full hazmat protection suits. Constant cleaning efforts are being installed. And stated? And stated. <laughs> installed. installed. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, and Amendment 11. The magnitude intensifies in resurgence of the phenomenon that occurred within SCP-35 containment cell have increased to an alarming what? degree. What? The cell door has been known to become locked on its own accord while personnel are inside and unable to be opened for a period of time. Appendages from appendages form out of a larger puddle of blood oh my God. and often attempt to grab or harm personnel near them. Blurry apparitions have been stated appearing to staff elect Electronic devices no longer work inside the cell, and light cannot be turned on. There are, is no physical reason why it does not work, forcing those entering to use non-electric-based light sources. Jesus. Cleaning measures have no discernible effect on the cell, and the walls are degrading at a very high rate, forcing them to... Re- be replaced within a week at best, although the blood makes it nearly impossible to properly achieve this. SCP-35 may to be may have to be removed to a new cell entirely, with the old one sealed off and disintegrated from the rest of the facility. Jesus Christ. That thing is fucking terrifying. That might be the most dangerous thing we've encountered yet. The fact that there's like bloody shadow people coming out of this ooze that it's secreting. That's probably the like coolest part of it, honestly. People, it's so fucking badass. Like you have to go in there with a fucking lantern that's like like candle lit. And then you gotta like scrub the walls of all the bullshit. And it's Bro, like. They basically, they ugh. said non-electric light. So that means they have to go in there with fire. Yeah, like literal torches. Like that's so cool. But it's super fucking terrifying, too. I, I could not imagine what it would be like to have to work around that. Like, literally hearing the whispers of, like, go kill yourself, go kill yourself, go kill yourself. Constantly, basically. Terrifying. This okay. next one sounds fucked, too, bro. The, what <laughs> We just the got hell? three nasty ones in a row. The reincarnation pill... <laughs> oh, my God, hold on. The reincarnation pill... Pilgrimage... pilgrimage. Of the uh, Yazidi, the Yazidi, or Kiris Gihorin. I don't know what that... What does the tilde over the I sound like? I have no idea. <laughs> That's really wrong, but... Okay. It's my computer loads. Hold on, hold on. Special containment procedures. This is supposed to be safe. Yeah, but so was the freaking obsidian knife. <laughs> not... <laughs> Once a year, a mobile task force is dispatched from Containment Command 02 and expunged to Site 22A to defend the runway and airport located there. Doesn't sound safe. The civilian civility facility is to be cleared of all non-SCP personnel by 0400 hours on September 23rd, the day before I get married. (laughs) Literally next week, people. (laughs) Yeah, literally. And none are allowed to return until sunrise the next day on October 1st. What? Oh, (laughs) on the next day, period. On October 1st, all civilian must be evacuated again before sunrise and will not be allowed onto Site 22A until the return of the pilgrimage flight. Pilgrimage... (laughs) Pilgrimage... We should have just named this episode We Can't Talk. I literally am fumbling every word. Pilgrims in transit from the arrival flight awaiting departure on the pilgrim flight. Are you sure that's how you say it? (laughs) May only be cross-examined by researchers with level 3 security level clearance or higher. Okay, take over that fucking Description, SCP-36 includes the location Site 22A, a small airport in the Mansoul region of northern Iraq and Site 22B the destination of Patrick passengers <laughs> Patrick <laughs> the destination of Patrick boarding at Site 22A the no, key components there. of SCP-36 are the arrival flight a passenger plane that varies in make and model from year to year that arrives shortly between the dawn of September 23rd. It appears on the radar about 30 to 40 kilometers away from the site 22A. When it lands, pilgrims exit the plane and enter the terminal. No crew have ever left the plane. Observations have only received a masked pilot and co-pilot. Huh. This plane leaves quickly after pilgrims exit and do not want 
no, do not wait for clearance for takeoff, nor does it identify itself upon approach for landing. Permission to buzz the tower. That's a negative ghost rider. <laughs> I'm glad you got it. That's great. The pilgrims, people of the Yazidi faith that exert the exit the arrival plane who are said to be undergoing the Karugorans each year. They are examined and identified as various people of the Yazidin faith. They have died during the previous year. This is done through birth certificates, photo ideas, specific knowledge questions, and when possible, fingerprinting. Most have been known to be friendly and amicable through most are reluctant to give details about the Kairu Gurus. Gruins. I don't even <laughs> know how to Kairos. We're just going to say Kairos. We're not going to say a second party anymore, people. <laughs> In the past, <laughs> all have shown to be unable to recognize family and friends or have been able to remember any information beyond what short memory would normally allow. In the late afternoon of September 23rd, most pilgrims begin to emphasize how important it is that their pilgrimage must begin at the at that time they file onto the pilgrimage flight plane and depart never to be seen again huh the pilgrimage <laughs> you got me saying it <laughs> it's <fun>. hard <laughs> uh, a passenger plane provoked by a cp personnel provided by a cp pers- personnel for the transport of the pilgrims it is manned by a crew of trained Yazdin holy men the crew are typically never able to elaborate upon details of the pilgrimage or what the Kairos actually is SCP equipment on board functionally optimally but recorded data will only slightly increase or our understanding of the pilgrimage each year the flight is gone for seven days the crew and recorded data are only able to account for a few hours days are missing from time recording equipment and cameras though nothing abnormal is ever observed the plane disappears from radar and visual contact is lost about 50 to 60 kilometers away from site 22a until it returns about sunrise on october 1st site 22b the destination of the pilgrimage plane it is a small airport consisting of a runway and a single building located at coordinates expunge we're gonna say 6969 69. <laughs> latitude 69 longitude 69 it has only been observed by pilgrimage crew and cameras on the plane it does not appear on satellite images and attempts to reach it on foot have failed once the distortious results cameras have trouble focusing on the area as the heat from the ground usually causes a mirage-like visual effect on all objects more than a few dozen meters from the plane. A flyover with SCP reconnaissance plane several weeks before the pilgrimage revealed undeveloped land in what looked like an ancient stone statue. In the 1990s, SCP Mobile Task Force Sigma-4 attempted to reach Site-22 B during the time of the pilgrimage. Upon the approach, communication was lost, and the task force was never heard from again. No other exploration attempts are advised during the seven-day pilgrimage. That's so interesting. Originally, the Kurdish-speaking Yazidin people around Mosul secretly performed the pilgrimage themselves. Pilgrims from the east were escorted by masked armed guards on camelback into the care of Yazidi holy men. It has been explained that the holy men would then take the pilgrims west to their land of the dead, where the pilgrims would wait to be reborn back into the Yazidid people. The Cairo, literally Kurdash for changing garments, is used to describe the belief of reincarnation that lesser souls of their Yazidin undergo. While the actual pilgrimage was done in secret, a symbolic pilgrimage and the Kairos are performed each year at this time by the Yazidin. During the 1960s, land acquisition acquisition by the Kurds and the Muslims attacked by the Turks and primitive land by the Islamic Iraqi government have restricted the movements and customs of the Yazidin. During that time, the foundation stepped in and offered aid in the way of advantage 
Heritage Clause that granted SCP planes unrestricted access to the airport facilities in the area. Almost immediately, mysterious planes carrying pilgrims from the east began landing at the local airport, and elusive airport at the destination appears as well. That's interesting. Is it like... It's a ghost plane. I was going to say, like, is it, is it like appearing out of nowhere or do they have a literal location that like we just cannot locate i think it's or is it like a physical place where these like people are coming back from the land of the dead and then they're bringing them to another place die and then it just takes a year for that plane like you know like they're basically takes a year for them to fill up in limbo (laughs) yeah they wait for the plane to fill and then they come back and they drop off all their dead, and then they then they're reborn as other people, something like that. Something it, that like one's that. hard to follow, but it's also super interesting. It's the different. Yazidi. It's not as scary as I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be deadly. The next one sounds fun. Dwarf Star. Dwarf Star. It's a dwarf. This is probably star. gonna be the last one too. I think so for today, because you know we can't go blowing through all these when there's ten thousand of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one's Euclid, so it's kind of dangerous, is from the sounds of it. You do the procedure, and I'll do the description. SCP-37 is magnetically so contained <laughs> in a subterranean complex known as Site-22. Object size, structural signal, and temperature are consistently monitored, both, side, both on-site and remotely from Site-98. The primary containment chamber is lined with heat conducting radiation resisting nano peak gfc gfv polymer tiles and evacuated of any atmosphere heat from the object is radiated into the surrounding rock should enclosed integrity become compromised the emergency system will generate a lower power argon plasm shield that is projected to provide a minimum of four hours of on-site engineers to effect necessary repairs before the object breaches containment. In the <sighs> contingency that stellar evolution proceeds ahead of projections and the Nova event appears imminent or if containment failure is otherwise unavoidable, any remaining project staff are unauthorized to initiate the Pitqua. Pitqua protocol. <laughs> Sounds like we got a star, a contained star. Pitqua. To me. Do you know that, um, was it some other country just harnessed the power of the sun and they can recreate a sun? Did you hear about this? Mm-mm. Yeah, there's a, it was over the news. Well, and, uh, excuse me, um, like Twitter and shit where they were like, have you not seen Spider-Man? Like how Doc Doc makes the sun and tries to use it and it like fucks up and almost kills everybody. They're like, y'all never seen Spider-Man before. This is not good. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever SCP can. <laughs> Sounds like we have a real own life Doc Ock who's making suns to produce energy. Which I mean, it's a sick concept, but like that's fucking terrifying. What happens when it explodes and eats our entire solar system because it's giant sun exploding that you made? Maybe that's what this one does. Sounds close. Descriptione. SCP-37 appears to be a star approximately 5 centimeters, 2 inches in diameter. (laughs) (laughs) In diameter with a luminosity of about 1, uh, 10, negative 12 power times that of the sun and surface temperature of about 5000 k determined by the ubvri analysis the origin of scp-37 is unknown however analysis suggests that it shares many properties in common with a typical main sequence star other than its anomalously i know it's such a hard word anomalously (laughs) small size it is theorized to have entered the earth's magnetic sphere via the north magnetic pole the object was discovered in 1969 above the Beaufort sea at approximately the north magnetic pole intense electromagnetic interference was reported by canadian forces station 
alert, followed by an extremely bright object descending toward the ocean from the sky. The SCP's guardian responded and discovered the object wavering in an erratic trajectory about 200 meters above the surface of the water. Once containment procedures were devised, it was transported to Site-32 for study. Containment and transport of SCP-37 have been achieved by the use of powerful electromagnets, to which the artifact aligns itself accordingly to its own magnetic field. The primary challenge to containment thus far has been its powerful electromagnetic emissions which are intense enough to be easily seen by the naked eye from the high earth orbit its current enclosure is located deep underground to prevent detection to the volume of the earth's hold on deep underground to prevent detection and to facilitate radioactive cooling into the surrounding bedrock in effort the entire facility and the surrounding volume of the earth's crust act as a massive heat sink that's fucking cool Addendum A. Over the past 69 years of study, the star has undergone a shift in emitted EM radiation, suggesting that the undergoing stellar evolution at a vastly accelerated rate. If standard stellar models hold up, this will soon result in the increase in radius by a factor of 100 to 300 times and a containment increase in radiated energy. Emergency containment contingencies are being studied for that eventually further progression of the star's life cycle will likely terminate in a stellar nova which is crazy which is estimated to have a yield of blank oh it's a big number it's it's probably that of like a hundred thousand nuclear bombs going off because yeah. i mean if you think about a star supernovaing, like it's enough to wipe out almost a galaxy if it's big enough uh, extrapolations predict this to occur in blank, 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 69, 69, 69, 69. Research is underway for a method to arrest this development. <laughs> arrest this development. Arrested development. <laughs> <laughs> or to transport SCP-37 a safe distance from the planet before it occurs. Pratik protocol. So this one makes me think that Elon Musk and, and uh, the other guy that's making his rockets too... This is what they're working towards. This yeah. is real. All right. So we have an email now, people. An email. The particular To the O5 Council from Dr. Innes. SCP-37 Emergency Neutralization Research. Body. Sirs and madams, the agent embedded within the U.S. DOD have managed to alter the project requirement for the NASA Orbiter Program. The vehicle will now be discussed dined with enough space to accommodate SCP-37 in a temporary containment apparatus in order to facilitate transport off-planet. However, I continue to have reservations. Modern rocket technology (laughs) simply is not enough for the needs of this project. I simply mistake could lead to launch failure and subsequent loss of containment, possibly catastrophically. Even a successful launch would have to proceed perfectly, lest the result be visible, the observations and instruments, and possibly the naked eye around the world. There are numerous artifacts contained by the Foundation which might allow us to transport SCP-37 safely and conduct effective to an adjacent dimension, universe, or estroteric domain. SCP-6969-69 is particular, might prove especially convenient for this purpose, considering the outcome of recent attempts to explore it and the difficulty of neutralization of SCP-37 might thus serve the added purpose of reducting or removing the threat posed by the anomaly as well. I implore you to reconsider the Patik proposal submitted in light of these concerns. <laughs> you sound like like Rick's, like his his brother. <laughs> That's also a fucking news anchor. <laughs> but Not like, him. he sounds more proper. <laughs> he's a smart. He's a doctor. He, he got his PhD at Princeton. And so he's a news anchor. <laughs> He's like, I could 
could tell you all about nuclear fission, but now I just tell you about the news. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and I just like literally sit, he was almost, sitting over here literally crying. I just like not look at you because I was like, if I. <laughs> That was so funny. I don't, I couldn't even tell you what you just read to me. <laughs> a little bit. Holy shit, that was good. Woo, that was a good one. Yeah, I mean, god damn it. I just, I like, you probably can't get close to this star, but like, I want to see a star up close. That no, you definitely sick. can't. It's like a trillion times lighter than anything but we've like, ever seen dude imagine the tan <laughs> you just walk in with 100 feet and you're like i am brown <laughs> like it's so bright it just burns you <laughs> it's like getting hit with a solar flare and you're just like <laughs> dead just drop down just a crisp dust oh my Here's God. The dust immediately or like <laughs> this is gonna be even more crazy you stand just far enough back where all of a sudden you get hit with one of its flares and all of a sudden you turn into the hulk and you're like this is awesome that gamma radiation boy cause like can I get superpowers from the star they're hiding under the earth cause if so I'm gonna sign up oh, wow that was Lord. a great SCP SCPs just slap they're, they're just so good. So they're so fun. Like I love reading them and learning about all these fictitious things that a lot some of them this could go be real. real. This one sounds like it could be real, and why fucking Elon Musk is like, we gotta get this shit going, and we gotta land the rockets out in space and bring them back. Yeah, I mean the Obsidian Knife definitely is real. Yeah, how else do you commit crimes? <laughs> <laughs> No, I I agree with you though. Some of these have been like really out there and just fucking like whoever thinks of these, if they're not the realistic ones, kudos because that is really 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 cool. Yeah, like the creature we read in the last story, like could have easily been the an possessive SCP. mask is fucking awesome. Like that that doesn't sound as realistic, but like what a cool concept. Yeah, like I really such like a it. cool concept. I really like. It. I would like it someone to write a creepypasta about that mask. It'd be really good. You know, I'm surprised that people don't just go on here and read some of these and just not like. I mean, not like pirate the, this stuff, but like instate some of the thoughts that they use in this. Honestly, in stuff. the last story we read about the morphing body, about the million faced thing, like that sounds like a SCP. Oh, 100%. Whoa. Once again, my We didn't even bring that up off. in the last episode, like, that it could have potentially be an SCP. Like, it, it might as well be an SCP. I mean, it sounds like, like something they would capture. It sounds like something that I would do. This, uh, my mic falls off the table every time we do this now, right at the end, and I'm fine with it. I'm just going to hold it. <laughs> like, it's fine. Maybe I'll connect it to the chair and then just call it good. <laughs> just got to roll around with a mic on the chair. But yeah, I I am more than thrilled to find out more of these. And it's cool that we're almost getting to 100 cuz it sounds like some of these earlier ones have to do with some of the like later farther ones, ones that we're going to get to and like the one today where they were like we used 110 or 103 or even to this like one use using it. another SCP to get mm -hmm. this one out of the atmosphere and into space so that it can be safe. And it's like, I just don't want to skip I, too I far I like ahead. how they use the, like, combination of them mm -hmm. to, like, kind of make them seem more crazier. Oh, more crazier is correct, Mundo, because some of these are fucking wacky. So wacky. The Ikea one, wacky. <laughs> and it's so cool, though. Yeah, just think, this all started off because of the Wendigo. And Literally we the Wendigo. thought th these were real. <laughs> Dude, I was so bamboozled. Like, the most bamboozled anybody could have been, because I was like, it's so well done. And it is, too. Like, whoever whoever thought of these and wrote them out the way they did, did it very professionally. And yeah. it's like... And it, shout out to the guy good. on YouTube who, I forget what his YouTube channel is, but he does videos oh, on all of these. I know the and one you're speaking of, too. And the SCP Archives is another podcast that I, I listened to recently, and it's not exactly how we do it. But, you know, they talk about SCPs as well. And there is not many people that I know of that are just, like, familiar with this. 
I've met actually a lot more people than I thought. I'll mention like they'll be like, "Oh, you do a podcast." I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, what do you do? And I'll tell them we do SCPs. And they're Cri- like, "Oh, SCPs, I love SCPs." And I'm like, "What? You actually know what they are?" It's it's definitely more more known than I thought it would be. But at the same time, I know there is still quite a few people that I've talked to that are like, "What is an SCP?" So if if you found us because you love SCPs, like that's kudos, freaking awesome, and people. Don't forget if you love this video and you want more, don't forget don't forget these videos that we speak to you without a <laughs> video <laughs> to hit that freaking subscribe button, that like button, leave us a comment. Yeah, you know what really helps? On Spotify, you can like give stars. Yes. And if you give us stars, it helps us get more clout on us on, you know, that. Or if you're on iTunes, which I know some people definitely do use iTunes, and I've seen it. Apple Podcasts is our number one platform right now, so shout out to our and Apple listeners. Give it a like, a subscribe, a comment. It it not only makes our days to be able to read some of the nice things that people have said about us and things that you guys will say about us, hopefully, but like it also helps with us getting noticed by more people so we can spread the love to everybody. So please, please, word of mouth is great, and I appreciate everybody for everything they do. Remember, if you want to help support us even further than giving us a like and subscribe, in the description is a link to our shop, and you can go buy some absolutely awesome merch. We have some new designs up there that you may have not seen if you've looked at our you know, page not in a while. Um, some new designs I came up with, uh, some new color ways for the What Goes Bump the Night logo. Some you know, pretty dope shit. How we were rocking the green and black, now we're rocking the purples. Next year we might change it up to a new color too. We might just keep changing the colorways like every year. Just I don't to hate kinda... that. Oh, and if you guys are feeling really generous, you can donate to our What Goes Bump the Night Cash App because your boy's getting married next week, and I think for the honeymoon, what we really want to do is go on another ghost hunt and go out of state. And it is expensive to travel right now. It is expensive to do anything because of inflation. But, you know, even a dollar helps. And if we can get some money together to go do that, I would really enjoy that. It'll definitely give us some more stuff to talk about on the pod. And we'll be able to vlog all of it so everybody gets to come right along with us. So your money is well spent. And we are also experimenting. We might do an episode at the wedding. Very, very, we very have talked possible. about it. It's very possible. <laughs> so you could probably see me at my crippled point. Yeah. So <laughs> next week, you stuff. guys might get super lucky and get two freaking episodes. Maybe even just a couple shorts. <laughs> like, so if yeah, you're not maybe just a couple like, videos Instagram or something or like, like that. Get on there. Yeah. Don't forget to go like us on all the social medias. Uh, I haven't been posting on Twitter as much, but every time we do post a new episode, it does get uploaded to our Twitter. So yes, um, you can watch them or listen to them off Twitter. Uh, Facebook, you can listen to them as well. Of course, YouTube. Uh, I have to upload those myself, so I'm, I think I'm only a video behind right now. Yep. So those I've got will one be in updated the, in the chamber after yours goes up. So, so yeah, yeah, we're yeah. In yeah. the next few days, keep a lookout for us posting a notification of our latest investigation at Lake Forest Cemetery, and. We have some special guests on that, Alex and Paige, and also a surprise guest appearance from my father. Woo-woo, Jimmy boy. So it's pretty cool. We're also working on some other investigations. Uh, Of course, you know, October coming up, spooky season. We're going to be doing as many investigations as we can possibly handle until my hockey season starts. So Hey, don't count me out of that. I'm still trying to be on the team. Trevor's trying to make the team. So hopefully he can make it and give me all the lux. You guys will just have to bear with us as that hockey season goes through because we will be hella busy, of course. Hella busy. We will never let you down. We'll always try to be pretty prompt and give you guys the greatest content we possibly can. And remember, folks, to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes. Bump in the night. I get married in nine days. Yeah. So hit up that cash app and donate to the newlyweds. Bye, guys. Bye.